course I have my days where I'm in my yoga pants or like I don't change out of my pajamas for five hours, but most days I tend to get dressed up. Um, you know, even though I don't have to go anywhere. And to me, it's because kind of like the saying, dress for the job you want, not for the job you have. Mm -hmm. When I ask myself, what does multi-million dollar Lindsay do, feel, like show up as? That version of me, for me, and that might not be the same for everybody, but she is ready to like, if she wants to create like a really amazing IGTV video that is well prepared, well put together. She is ready for that. Or Mm -hmm. if she is going to walk down the street and meet the CEO of a company randomly, unexpectedly, she is ready for that. What's up, babe? Welcome to Boldly Courageous, a podcast created for you, the ambitious woman who is ready to take action and step fully into the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Melissa Martin, and each week I will be your virtual wingwoman as you gain the tools and confidence to face your fears head on. The time is now, and this is your permission slip to live your boldly courageous life. Are you ready, babe? Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back to Boldly Courageous. I am so glad that you're here. And today I have such a treat for you. This conversation is so juicy with one of the most incredible women I have been blessed to call a friend. I first met Lindsay back in 2019. We were both part of an elite level mastermind and I was instantly drawn to her energy. She's funny. She's smart. She's super career driven and incredibly dynamic. We quickly became friends and I've learned so much from just watching her own her truth, follow what feels good evolve and honestly just step into the highest version of herself. So in this episode, Lindsay Mango and I talk about what it looks like to live an anything but average life and how to fail big, what it looks like when you face upper limits and really truly seeing the opportunity in all of your failures and where the growth opportunity is in that as well. Because Truly, I believe, and we'll share, I share more of this in the episode that every failure leads to success. And so Lindsay talks about a failure that she had recently that's really actually led to even more success in her business. We talk about her pajama game because it is so strong and you will learn why for Lindsay dressing for success and dressing for the woman that she wants to become has been such an integral part of her showing up every single day in the future version of who she really is. And we talk about tapping into the different versions of you, the CEO version, the wife version, why that's so important and how you can transition between one version to the other. And lastly, we dive into why being unapologetically you is the best way to make more money in your business and attract people to you. Lindsay Mango is a life coach and mindset expert, passionate about helping women create the lives they are obsessed with. Five years after graduating college, Lindsay found herself feeling stuck facing a disappointing truth that she was settling for the life she was supposed to live instead of living the life she knew she was meant to live. After hiring her own coach to help her fulfill her potential, she was meant to coach other women 
on how to get out of their own way and create the life they want. Through building an impactful online business, her own business rapidly grew. She just started her fourth year in business, has a podcast with over 130,000 downloads and is scaling her business to over $1 million of impact and income. And it is Lindsay's life mission to be an example of what's possible and break the mold on what any woman is capable of doing in her life, business, and everything in between. I am obsessed with this conversation. Please let me know if you love it and let's dive in. Welcome back guys to another episode of the Boldly Courageous Podcast. I am so excited to drop in with this epic boss babe today, Lindsay Mango. She is truly one of my favorites. And Lindsay, what I love the most about you is that when you show up on social media, you are this complete boss with your amazing, beautiful eyes and your swanky house and all your high vibes. But I also see the other side of you, which is super fun and goofy and playful. And I just love that about you. So I'm so excited for you to be here and to share more of your light with the listeners. Thanks, Melissa. Oh my gosh. I like love it. I feel like Melissa and I hang out. So I feel like we're just like hanging out, having like coffee or something. I'm, <laughs> I'm truly grateful. Thank you so much. Okay. So I open up every interview with a signature question and that is what is one boldly courageous thing you've done recently? Ooh, um, I would say continuing. So I launched a mastermind and it didn't play out exactly as I expected. I had a couple people drop out at the last minute. And I would say like going full speed ahead with it. Like I had a moment where I was like, is this an alignment? Is this what I want? All of the things, right. That come up when you're launching something and you're putting it out there. And, um, I just realized that the people that like my audience, everyone around me is as committed as I am. And I also realized that to go bigger than ever, I have to be willing to look sillier and stupider than ever and make huge failures. So I feel like just like going, like recommitting my energy to it and going all in, um, took a lot of courage because I thought like, what, like, will I look ridiculous if this doesn't work? What will people who are enrolled think all of the things? So yeah, I would say I'm just like all on board. I'm all in. And, um, yeah, I think it took a lot of courage to have that, that perspective and, and continue forward. I think a lot of people would say that that is like their worst fear when it comes to business and launching something, right? Because you put so much time and effort into creating this thing and it's almost like your first day of school in a new school. Maybe you're halfway through and you're like, what if people don't like me? Is my outfit good? And you overstress about how is this going to be received? And I, I think we add another layer to it because there's money involved right? And that's obviously another big component. So what was it like? What, what was the process that you had to actually go through? Because I know for, I'm like asking for a friend, right? Um, <laughs> so Lindsay, what did that look like when you had people back out? How did that make you feel? And what were the tools that you used to, to navigate through that? Yeah. So there were uh, seven spots total. I had six women enrolled coming up close to like when it all started. And, um, yeah. I mean, when a couple people backed out and so like, I still have three amazing women in it, but when I had, I had this moment of, 
um, you know, it was one of those days in business where it's like the ups and downs. You're like, oh my gosh, life is amazing. I, this is the best thing ever. And then the next day you're like, this is awful. I'm going to quit. Um, even though you never actually quit, but you or think about it, but it's just like crosses your mind. So I was having one of those days where it just like the heaviness of the emotion and just like the frustration and the resistance and just like, it was heavy. And so like that, in itself makes me think about where, like where I'm at. And, and I see it as a sign as an opportunity to reflect on what's going on. Because to me, there's a difference when something comes to an end or isn't working out and it doesn't feel in alignment. There's a difference between that and when something is in alignment. And it's almost like the feeling I get is like when I was a kid and I wanted to like, like throw a fit in the target aisle. It's like this, like, I just want to like scream and jump and like freak out or whatever. It's like, I I've been able to learn how to recognize that feeling and see that as like, okay, this is an opportunity to learn and to grow. So I think of course, as a human, we all react when things don't go our way or when some like when you're all in on something and it kind of falls apart, um, it feels terrible. But I think for me, I just started to sit with it and I thought, okay, what is this here to teach me? Mm, and yes what thing have I been asking for that I'm being given in this moment? And where's the growth in this? Mm -hmm. Because I was sitting kind of in a place where I was like, you know, do I move forward? What does this look like? And so after I let my emotions go down a little, because I think that's also a huge thing is like, I always like the saying, when emotions are high, intelligence is low. Mm, that's so good. Yeah. So I, I like a tattoo just, with that on yeah. my <laughs> So I like, I mean, of course I still get wrapped up in it. And I'm like talking to my husband, Chris, like, whoa, whoa, whoa like, what am I going to do? But I, I went on a walk. I went to the chiropractor. I came back and I just was like letting it like sit in my mind. And I just started to ask myself those questions. What is this here to teach me? All of that. And so I was thinking like, would I be willing to go all in, even if it was just three women in this mm -hmm. and why? And so I really started to reflect on that question because again, in those moments, it's important to go back to why you started it in the first place. And when I started to reflect on that, I realized that I would, and I would be all in on that and that to serve those people who are so excited to be a part of it. Like I wanted to do that. Mm. Um, and then I think the other thing is I realized that you know, this is an opportunity to actually fail. So a lot of times what we like to do is we pull the plug before we actually fail. Yes. And I was like, I'm trying to avoid, like there's still time and there's always creative solutions. I was like, I'm just trying to avoid failure. And I was like, and the biggest thing I need to learn to hit my next level this year is how to fail big. Mm -hmm. Like people who go big fail big. So I think when I started to realize that I was like, am I willing to experience that? Am I willing to go through this? Am I willing to do this knowing that on the other side, whether it's a success or a failure, that there's so much growth in that. So that like recommitted me to it. So many creative solutions came to the surface as a result of it. Um, but I really loved the question and I, that really helped me is what, where's the growth in this? Because mm -hmm. sometimes you can feel like both decisions are right. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you ask that, you can see like on both sides, where is the growth? And I think that helps you understand where is the next level growth versus where is the current me growth that would be like the more comfortable growth to go through. Mm, 
I'm so resonating with all of this. And I have adopted this mantra that all of my failures lead to success. And I truly believe that we, if we didn't fail at anything ever, we would never be challenged to grow or to up level, you know, and without resistance, we can't build strength. Right. So it's like, yes, what am I learning from this and what am I growing through? Mm -hmm. And also what am I creating space for? And I think sometimes when we're selling, we think that if someone backs out at the last minute or they don't buy for us, it's very easy to get into a scarcity mindset of what you're losing. However, we forget sometimes that we're just creating space for something even better to come in and for the right women to come into our programs or um, we get really attached to the outcome as opposed to the process. Maybe you're meant to serve those three women in a completely different, more intimate way. And who knows, maybe that leads to a whole new business model or a new product or service that you offer that you never would have thought of had it not been for this, you know, quote unquote failure that you grew through. So I love that you shared that. And I want to go back to a time in your life where maybe you wouldn't have reacted that way. Because what I know about you, Lindsay, is that you've done a lot of work over the past year on getting out of hustle and getting more into flow and trusting and playing. So take us back to maybe the early stages where old Lindsay probably wouldn't have reacted that way. And what would you, what advice would you give her if she were in your shoes. Yeah. So I think honestly, even, I mean, three years ago, I probably would, I definitely wouldn't have reacted that way, but I think even a year ago, I would have thought this is the aligned decision. And sometimes I think it's like spiritual bypassing where I'm like, this is the aligned decision. I'm like, this feels more aligned. I've got a new creative solution, right? Cause we're all creative. And so I think I would have done that and kind of almost tricked myself into believing that it was the, the aligned way. So I think in a way I would have just like kind of quit ultimately and changed directions. And honestly, both ways would have been uncomfortable. Like it's not like, you know, I mean, there was discomfort in both, but I think, you know, I would have been very upset. I would have been frustrated. I would have made it mean all of this stuff about me. And so I think if I were to, you know, talk to myself three years ago and she was going through this exact moment, I would tell her that this is redirecting her. Mm -hmm. Um, I would tell her that, and something I even reminded myself when this was going on in in my world, current world, um, was that like, we all want to have the comeback story. Like we Mm -hmm. all want to get on stage and talk about like, this is what happened. And this is what I came from. And like all of these things. And it's like, but we all avoid the failures. And so when I thought about it like that, it's like, this is a part of your story. This is a part of the story you will tell. This is what will inspire people to continue to get up and go after what they want, even when they fail. Um, And so I think there's, those are the two, like two main things. And then I think the other thing would be that like, this is a, I kind of think of it as like, this is an upper li- like upper limit problem. Like you've decided to do something bigger, put yourself out there, grow in a new way. So like, this is a great challenge and a great problem to have that's helping you ultimately become the person that you've been asking to become this whole time. Mm, yes. Oh my gosh. I resonate with this and I kind of feel like life for me right now is like a giant video game, right? And... <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you have to, yes, yes, exactly. As I'm thinking of Super Mario Brothers, like in my head and the mushrooms, right? Um, but that's really what it is. It's like you have to 
master all of these skills and work through resistance and fear and imposter syndrome and rejection and failed launches and relationships that transition and all this stuff to build the resiliency and the skill set and the mindset to master that level. And then once you do, okay, you unlock a whole new board, a whole new set of villains and challenges, et cetera, for you to sharpen different types of skills. So I, I feel like, I, love yeah, I feel like it's like a giant video game, right? <laughs> it's like it new level, new devil, right? As they say. So I love that. I love that you shared that. So this is a funny question. And, um, I feel like it's, I know what your answer is going to be because we've talked about this before, but I have to talk about your pajama game, right? So <laughs> you guys, you got to follow. <laughs> yes, I'm going there. Okay. For those of you that don't follow Lindsay, go pause this episode right now. Go to Instagram, go find Lindsay Mango on Instagram and creep her profile, follow her stories. She is one of the funniest, most inspiring people, but Sometimes in the morning, she'll post pictures of herself meditating and your pajama game is like (laughs) next level strong. So, but it's not just your pajama game. It's the way that you present yourself every day. And I feel that for entrepreneurs, it's super easy to fall into a trap of not getting dressed for success every single day because you don't actually have to leave your house. And you are somebody who constantly shows up every single day, like, dressing for you. So talk to us a little bit about why and kind of what your thought process is behind that and why your pajama game is so strong. (laughs) I love this. I get so many comments about it. So it's hilarious, but it's actually like the truest example of manifestation because obviously like Melissa said, we've talked about this before. I remember when I used to like, I could barely check out at Target and buy stuff that I wanted. I remember thinking like, when I'm successful and like making lots of money, I'm going to have like amazing pajamas. Like it was just one of those like extra things that it just didn't make any sense to buy. And I knew like once I've got like a a total abundance, I can buy all the cool pajamas I want. Um, So I like, it's hilarious, but it really like, that is what I consciously thought. And this is what I consciously got. But I like, you know, aside from the pajamas, it's also a part of me showing up as my highest self on a daily basis. So, you know, for me, I remember actually like my old job is a great example of this. I used to show up at a job that required me to dress up and I'll never forget. I used to like literally roll out of bed. My hair was like a hot mess. I like my outfit, which I like fashion, but like, I just didn't care. And so I just would like throw on boots, like put a skirt on. I didn't care what was going on. And Then I I remember learning about your higher self and showing up as that woman at that time. And I realized that I wasn't dressing for them at my job. Like in my mind, when I was dressing, kind of just like not caring, it was like, oh, I'm just doing this because I'm supposed to. But what I realized was that dressing up and dressing the way that I wanted to dress was actually for me Mm -hmm. and for me to show up at a new level. So like that was kind of the start. And even though I wasn't passionate about my job, I just had this transition of this isn't for them. This is for me. How do I want to feel walking into my office and in my daily life? And so from there, that kind of evolved in kind of my day-to-day life, even today, of course I have my days where I'm in my yoga pants or like I don't change out of my pajamas for five hours, but most days I tend to get dressed up, um, 
you know, even though I don't have to go anywhere. And to me, it's because it's kind of like the saying, dress for the job you want, not for the job you have. Mm -hmm, yeah. um, when I ask myself, what does multi-million dollar Lindsay do, feel, like show up as, that version of me, for me, and that might not be the same for everybody, but she is ready to like, if she wants to create like a really amazing IGTV video that is well prepared, well put together, she is ready for that. Or mm -hmm. if she is going to walk down the street and meet the CEO of a company randomly, unexpectedly, she is ready for that. Or like if she, even at the airport, right? Like I love dressing up going to the airport. If she is at the airport and she's sitting next to somebody who like could break open her influence or anything like that. Like she is prepared and feeling her best. And again, I think it's important to understand it's not for them. Like I know I can show up in my pajamas and be all in and be my highest self. It's not mm -hmm. that the clothes make the highest self. It's you that makes the highest self. But to me, I like when I dress my best for myself, I feel confident. I feel good. I feel prepared for anything. And that's really why I continue to do that today. I love this because it's something so simple yet is so overlooked by so many people. And it's 100% within our control now. You know, just because you're not the multi-million dollar version of you doesn't mean that you can't start stepping into that vibration and everything has a vibration, right? And so, mm -hmm. you know, it's a matter of going through your closet and asking yourself, like, what's going to make me feel like that version of me today? And I'm sure that when you step into that archetype, your sales calls are different. The way you connect with your community is different. How you relate to your partner and your, or your husband is different. Like everything shifts. So let's talk about that because I know you, again, you've done a lot of work around fem masculine, feminine, getting out of the hustle, getting into the flow. You have a super hunky husband. You just got <laughs> married this year. So let's talk about how stepping into this sort of version of you how has that influenced and shown up in other areas of your life, not just in business, but in your relationships and other aspects of your life? Yeah, I love this. And it's a constant lesson for me still because it's so easy. Like you, every version of you is you, right? But I, I've started to learn over the last couple of years that there is a CEO masculine energy, Lindsay. There is also a like, entrepreneur creative version of Lindsay. There is also wife Lindsay. There is aunt Lindsay. There is, you know, Sunday morning, drinking coffee, reading a book, Lindsay. And so I think what I, I started to realize, I learned this by doing it wrong, which is often how, not wrong, but just not doing it in alignment, which is often how we learn lessons, not really like the hard way, but just by, like, I just started to realize that I would bring CEO Lindsay like everywhere. Mm -hmm. And yeah. while CEO Lindsay is great at making decisions, at getting shit done, at executing all of the things, CEO Lindsay is not great at being flowy and creative. And I need that in my business. She is not great at receiving like a hug from her husband or like seriously, like enjoying, like it's funny. Chris even knows like when he walks in my office, he, and he wants to like, give me a hug or kiss and love on me. Like he know, I am like a different version of myself because I am not in like receiving mode of that. Now there are times I have to tap into that in my business as well. And that's also like kind of 
it's just an opportunity and a practice for sure. But I realized that if I was CEO Lindsay sitting on my couch at night next to my husband, mm-hmm. then I was not receiving love. I was not being, you know, like the warm feminine version of me that I wanted to be in my relationship. And so I kind of think about it like tools in a toolbox, right? Like there's some, like you need a hammer to hammer a nail on a wall. You need a screwdriver for a screw. So it's like understanding that there are different aspects of your life that require different parts of you, different versions of you. And that's a really beautiful thing, but it's also important to be aware of what you need and when you need it. Oh my gosh. Okay. That analogy of a tool in a toolbox just gave so many people, myself included, so (laughs) much permission to really dive into the different like aspects of their personality, because we're not all one way. We're not, we're meant to be multifaceted. And I feel sometimes we don't give ourselves permission to explore the different aspects of our relationship. And you just put it in such a beautiful way. And it also gives us an opportunity to bring more awareness of what energy am I in, in this particular situation? And what do I need to transition and shift into? So that just gave that, that visual alone, I'm going to (laughs) We'd be thinking about screwdrivers and hammers as I'm going through my day, but that's a good thing for me to anchor in and and just check in like what archetype or what energy or what version of me do I want to step into even when I'm planning my outfits. So I'll share a quick story. This past week, I was at a train the trainer event all about how to run events. And I, one of my core beliefs around why I need to be abundant AF is so that I can hire a stylist because the thing that gives me the most anxiety is packing for these types of trips, right? Because it's like, oh, I want to show up as the best version of me and I'm going to be around all these people. And like, what outfit do I want to wear? And you're like, I have no idea what I want to wear, right? And so I went into my closet and I just, I literally grabbed all dresses and I never wear dresses, but I was like, you know what? These sit in my closet all the time. I love the way I feel in them. And I just want to embody like this goddess energy. And I put these dresses on and I showed up as like this goddess version of me. And it felt so good to try on that outfit, so to speak of my personality and see how it was received from other people. And I'm like, oh, I can tap into this anytime I want and feel into that energy. And so I feel clothes do that. They, they give you permission to tap into different types of energies. And I, I know we've talked about this um, personally, but the power of transitioning, right? So transitioning from CEO version to wife version. And sometimes that actually takes a physical outfit change or a walk or a bath or a shower or reading or something to transition out. So I'd love to know for you, Lindsay, what are some of your rituals throughout the day? Cause I know you have a few mm-hmm. that really set you up for success and help you transition between a hammer, a screwdriver, <laughs> a sandblock. <laughs> what are some of your, what are your, some of your rituals to transition? Um, yeah. So, I mean, every morning I take time for myself. I take time to drink my coffee and read and journal and really prepare myself for the day. 
like I think about it almost like, you know, stretching before you work out. It's like, I know that I have to like prime myself, prime my mind, get myself into an energy where I feel really excited, really good, really taken care of before I step foot into my office and start working. So, you know, like most mornings you'll find me reading, you know, journaling and, um, you know, sitting with my husband, Chris, but also really taking kind of some quiet time to myself. So that's definitely like a constant in my life as well as moving my body. So for me, you know, like working out while yes, it keeps me in shape. But one of the biggest reasons I do it is because I get so much creativity by moving my body. I feel like more energized. And again, I know that that's going to set me up for success in my day. And I used to be the type of person who just got up and like ran and sprinted into my day. But what I realized was that without taking that time, I was taking all this stuff with me. It's like, Mm -hmm. imagine having like 50 bags on your back and you could take them off one by one and then go into your day. But instead you're just like sprinting into your day with 50 like bags on your back. So to me, it's just like an opportunity to really transition from like just woke up, taking time for myself to getting into business mode. Um, And then I would say the other thing is, you know, I don't know if I have anything specific around at the end of the day. I think like my office, I will tell you this, my office is the space for work. Mm -hmm. So like my computer stays in there at night, usually past like eight o'clock. My phone is either downstairs plugged in or in my office plugged in away from me. Um, like it's, it's kind of like every room in my house has a vibe and has an energy and like the office vibe is get shit done. So like, I don't go in there at night. I like close the door. I leave the stuff in there so that I can be fully present with my husband, with myself, with any activities we have that night. So I I would say like that really helps me because the truth is like, I love my business. I love social media. I love all of that. And even if I don't want to, sometimes I catch myself you know, on it or just flipping through it, even sitting on the couch, like watching TV or something. And so when I can get it like out of my space and out of my energy, it's like, it feels so good. I feel so recharged. And so that is like a huge thing that's helped Mm. me recently. And it's not by my bed either. So when I wake up in the morning, it's not like the first thing that I'm like seeing and thinking about. Yeah. So it sounds like you've just been super intentional about creating containers and systems that support your values and your energy and really sticking to them. And I love that you shared how every room in your house has like a different vibe and a different energy because that ties beautifully back into the different archetypes that you represent, right? So CEO Lindsay has a space that she can go and feel like a CEO. And then, you know, the wifey version of Lindsay has a space and an energy that she can go and feel fully embodied in that energy as well. And if like wifey version of Lindsay were in the CEO version of Lindsay's space, it would probably feel really weird. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. And sometimes, you know, like there are days where I need to access more of that creativity where I'm like, okay, the office feels too stiff. Like my office, even though it's in my house, but like it feels too stiff to like bring out this creativity. I'm going to take my laptop and I'm going to sit. I don't usually do much in our bedroom, but like I might sit on our bed or go outside to the balcony or do something like that. So it's like, it really does they have all their own purpose and then I can utilize them and tap into them as I need them. I love that. 
I love that so much because it's really about learning to one, tap into your own energy and how you feel in each space. And then again, just being really intentional about how you utilize each space and how it's going to serve the higher mission that you have. Because ultimately, when you do that and you honor what you need, you tap into more creativity, you can serve in a more clearly aligned way. And when you do that, you attract high paying clients and then you're abundantly supported and so on and so on. And then you live this beautiful, amazing life in this high vibe space a la Lindsay. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about, um, attracting clients because you're so big on mindset and manifestation and calling in your, your clients. And I have watched you time after time, just effortlessly, although it might not feel that way, but from the outside looking in, effortlessly put together offers and sell through your social media. So for the woman out there that is maybe feeling like, you know, she's just another voice in this super crowded space on social media, what would you say would be the best way to kind of rise above the noise and really stand out in, in your space? Yeah, I would say, um, I mean, I even just shared something the other day about like my funny, silly side and I, yes, which is, <laughs> yes. Okay. Hold on. Time out. Aside from Lindsay Mango's phenomenal pajama game, she is one of the funniest people ever. And you and Luna are like the same energetic person. Luna is like this beautiful, like majestic black lab, but she is a bull in a China closet. And that is exactly you. So I just wanted to interject that. That is totally me. I love that you're sharing more of that side of you. So continue. That's hilarious. Um, yeah. So the other day I like realized that I wasn't sharing as much of like the silliness that I like am in real life. And so, I mean, I'm just using that as an example. I shared all these crazy, hilarious, videos. And, um, I think the biggest thing is seeing the uniqueness that you are and recognizing and owning that uniqueness. Right. So I realized that when I do personally feel like, you know, there's so many people out there, we're all saying similar stuff. We're all doing similar stuff that I'm not tapped into recognizing my personal uniqueness and yeah, what makes me, me. And so again, that's like why I started sharing some of that silly stuff, because one of the biggest feedback like things I've gotten from people is when they meet me in person, I'm a lot more like laid back and funnier than I portray online. And it took me a while to realize, like, I feel like I'm myself, but, um, it took me a real while to realize I wasn't sharing all of that. And so I say all that to say that you have to just like tap into what is it that like comes to your mind and you want to share on social media, but then you don't, Mm, what is that moment that you put up that you take down? What is that, you know, thing that you think, oh my gosh, I already posted once today and I couldn't post again, or I don't want to put words on my, whatever, like whatever silly rules that you have in your mind about what you're sharing, what you're posting. I want you to remember that those are the rules that other people like from their authentic place, they just created themselves and that your aligned path and the uniqueness that you have to offer needs to be like, that's going to be your aligned path. And so the more you can just be yourself, the more that you can share all aspects of your life. Like, again, I was watching Marie Forleo and I was cracking up. Like she's this like boss, like amazing business owner dresses and blazers, but then she's got like videos of her twerking. It's like, whatever makes you unique and whatever makes you, you in all aspects too. Right. I think a lot of times people get really caught thinking like, Oh, I'm, 
selling for business or I've got to make sure that it stays in this like kind of funnel or whatever it is, you're bad. Like the way you're going to attract and magnetize your people the most is the stuff surrounding your business, the stuff Mm. that makes you, you. Yes, 100%. And I feel like we're in an age now where we're moving away from perfect and these curated Instagram feeds and, you know, being sold to. And we just, we just want to see behind the scenes, right? Like I'll be honest, a majority of the people that I follow, I started following for business and I love the content, but I want to see what's going on with their home renovation. I want to see what their pajama game is going to look like today. What did they have for lunch? Like what's something, who are they hanging out with this weekend? Like I want to peek into their lives. Right. And I feel like we're in a space where right now where we're craving more of that authenticity and really feeling connected and one way to create a deeper sense of connection with people is vulnerability, right? Sharing your story and being real and raw. But the other is to just show those aspects of your personality that make people want to lean and be like, wow, she's so funny. I can relate to that because I'm goofy too, right? I think about some of my biggest girl crushes and as creepy and stalkerish as it might sound, I'm like, we would be besties because (laughs) she's so funny and I'm so funny and we have the same kind of humor, right? And that makes you want to lean in even more and start to go, okay, well, if her and I are alike and, um, you know, she's a few steps ahead of me, then whatever she's selling, I'm going to buy because I already feel safe in her energy. So I think that's such amazing advice. I love that you shared that. Um, and speaking of amazing advice, you're going to be a speaker at Align and Rise this year. Yay! We're so, so excited wow. about. Oh my gosh. I'm so pumped. Cannot wait. So if you guys want more Lindsay in person, grab your tickets to Align and Rise and learn what she has to share all on business and branding and selling high ticket offers because she is a master at that. And you also have an amazing podcast, right? So tell us a little bit more about your podcast and what it's all about. Yeah. So I have a podcast called Soul CEO. I'm actually going to be changing the name, but you should be able to find it under that or Lindsay Mango. Um, And yeah, that my podcast is all about helping women create the mindset they need to have a life where they have everything. So Mm. every episode is 10, usually only like 10 minutes quick, you know, where you have something applicable that you can put into your life, whether, you know, it's business related. I always make sure that I'm connecting it back to, okay, you can use this in business, but you can also use this in creating your dream body or in attracting your soulmate or in any of these things. So it's very much on how to use tactical things to get yourself into a place to create whatever results you want in every single area of your life. Um, and very like tangible things that you can apply. So yeah, I, I just recorded my hundredth episode today, actually, which is crazy. Um, amazing. Yeah. And, um, Instagram is also like my place. So, uh, connect with me there too. If that's something that you guys like too. Yes. Um, so what have you learned recording a hundred episodes on a podcast asking for a friend? Yeah. (laughs) I actually recorded an episode on like on that. I was like, okay, we're at a hundred. So what I talked about was, and what I would share is just like, it taught me a lot about consistency and there are four main things that I share on the episode. And it's one of them was recruiting 
like support and accountability. So I had a producer, right? And while I'm pretty accountable to myself, I have somebody who I'm paying and who every week I am is like waiting for episodes. So that really helped me support the container and have the container I needed because it also meant I didn't have to spend time editing episodes. So again, I think just in general for anyone working to create more consistency, I'm like, make sure that you recruit, like create a container that's going to support in an environment that's going to support you being consistent and doing all the things you want. Um, I think the other thing is I batch them. So like understanding what works best for yourself and your personality and, and making sure that you're fitting that into your calendar. So for me, it's like every third week, I'm like putting podcasting in my calendar for the whole year. That really helps me stay on top of it. Um, I think, I think at, at the other piece is remembering why you do it. So like mm -hmm. I'm looking at Melissa, she's sitting in a closet. I sit in a closet during my episodes. And I think sometimes it's like, while you get so much amazing feedback, I think sometimes it can be hard feeling like you're actually talking to people because you're like staring at your like blazer from 2019. Um, but, <laughs> but so I think like, it's really important to remember why you're doing it on a consistent basis and like really envisioning who you're talking to. And it's the same thing with those of you listening who don't have a podcast, but social media and all of that. So mm. it's like, you know, I think my most effective episodes and the ones that made the biggest impact is when I'm actually thinking about my ideal client who's listening to this and speaking to her versus like talking to my clothes. <laughs> Although your clothes are so beautiful, but you know what, this is such a great way to round out the conversation and tie it all together because ultimately when it comes to selling and, you know, talking about the boldly courageous thing that you've done recently with really being okay with releasing those women is that selling is not about you. It's really about getting into the energy of serving. And when you can show up and really serve, mm -hmm. the abundance is nat naturally going to flow. And you're not in this like icky place of trying to sell someone or convince them. You just get to show up and provide value and the right people will resonate with your message. And the ones that it's not for, they'll just move on and find, find something else. So it was just good, perfect way to put a bow <laughs> on this conversation. Yay! So beautiful. I love it. Oh my gosh. So, so good. Last question. I know you have a birthday coming up and I want to know what you are celebrating. Oh my gosh. Great question. Um, I am celebrating going big in my 30th year of life. I, you know, I shared this a little bit on my social media that I didn't hit my goal in 2019 and, but that was just one goal. And I realized I learned so much and there were so many other things. Like I got married and we planned like our dream wedding and I, I look at it when I, I need work on not feeling like it has to be hard to feel like I can be proud of something. But I also got to take a step back and look at the fact that I had to become a certain type of woman to be in the marriage that I'm in and to marry, like actually like take that huge step and moving across the country. Like, I just feel like this was a year that I like always dreamed of having. So I'm just celebrating all of the little moments that happened three years ago that were uncomfortable decisions that helped me get where I am today, but also just the like finite or the finalized actions that I took over the past year. 
Mm, that is so beautiful. And I just really want to acknowledge you because 2019 was a very big year for you. And from the outside looking in, you crushed every single goal that you set and have inspired so many people, including me. So I'm just so grateful for you and your light in this world and for always making me laugh every single day on social media (laughs) and more of that, please. Um, So if people are loving this message and I know that they are, where can they connect with you and um, find you, follow you, all that good stuff? Yeah. So my website is lindsaymangocoaching.com. And then like we talked about earlier, IG is like my place. So you can follow me at lindsaymango underscore. And I, yeah, I just love to connect, share the episode, tag us anything. I, I work really hard to like be connected with my audience and not just, you know, talk out to them. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome guys. Well, if you love this episode, make sure you give Lindsay a follow screenshot, your favorite part, your biggest takeaway and tag us both so we can celebrate you. And until the next episode, episode. Take care. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It is truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to fully step into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes and leaving me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.